All right, everyone. Episode 77, Garcia Sports Squad Podcast. I am honored to have a fantasy football guru, a Minnesota Vikings fan, and an Instagram model here. The first ever in 77 episodes. Everyone, welcome my friend, Josie. Josie, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited for this. Thank you so much for having me. We've been trying to do this for weeks, but I'm really busy, but I'm so honored to be here. No, thank you. Yeah, we've been we've been friends for a long time, long time, but I have not seen you for over a decade, probably. Wow. Well, you haven't aged a bit, so thank you. Neither have you. How? Oh, that is so nice. I see you have coffee there in the background. The elixir of life. That's how that's how we do it. That's how we get through our daily life with children and work and a pandemic. Coffee. Right. And fantasy football lineup. So fantasy football. Okay. Okay. Let's let's start off with that. So fantasy football. So you do you do FanDuel and sleeper league, sleeper picks? Is um okay. Yep. So actually, so I have been this is my second year doing fantasy football ever in my life. And I'm proud to say last year I did an ESPN league. So I did like that format. I did the ESPN app league and we just did like the snake draft and I won first place. Wow. Never. That is awesome. That was good. Yep. And then this year, um, since that's in the past, this year, I did not do the ESPN League. I got asked to be in a sleeper league, a best ball edition. Um, And the other league I was in is DraftKings. Okay. So explain questions. Yeah. Explain the the sleeper league, like best ball. I know the best ball concept, like in golf, but how does that work with fantasy? So, um, I enjoyed it, but I also missed, so I'll explain it first. So the sleeper league, um, we were with about 10 people and we did about over, I think 25 rounds because you have a full roster. You just keep going. And the one benefit of the sleeper league is, um, or I'm sorry, best ball sleepers, the app, the best ball league is that at the end of the week, it just takes the highest scoring players. So it's very low maintenance, like for a mom, like me and a lot of the people in our league had kids and stuff. Yep, but the con to that is, well, because of COVID and everything, or if somebody gets injured, there's no trades, there's no waivers, there's no dropping players. So you draft once and that's it. So what happens if, like with COVID, they get put on IR or someone gets hurt? So you go from 25 to 24, 23? Well, the thing is, is we draft so many. Like, for example, I had Josh Allen and Tom Brady. Um, I think I had another person too. You're drafting as many quarterbacks as you can, as many running backs as you can. As, and usually the strategy there is, you know, you draft the person. If you draft a running back, you draft their backup. So okay. um, my team really, I got lucky. I never had really anybody on IR. But yes, there's some research that needs to go into that, like making sure that you have enough players on these weeks and stuff. But pretty much you always have, you know, one running back playing. Do you, one, do- one quarterback. Because it pulls the top. Okay, it pulls the top. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it makes sense. I've never even heard of that though. So the app is called sleeper or sleeper league, but the, yep. the game is best ball. League. Yes. Yes. Huh. The app is called sleeper and it's like blowing up and it's really well organized and the best ball league, basically it matches you play one person a week, but it doesn't matter who you play per week because how we did it in each league could be different. Each best ball league. How we did it was at the end, if you had the most points total, you won the whole league. You won the money. Really? Yep. So that's it. Wow. Yeah. But then you do FanDuel as well. So that's like a standard 
like or your Dra- ESPN type or, or DraftKings. That's like DraftKings. your standard. That's like your yes. standard ESPN type league too. Yep. Um, I wasn't in ES, so it wasn't a snake draft. So it was different for me this year because I didn't get to draft my team in ESPN. And like, I liked trading and you'd face off each week, you know, against head to head Right. this year. I didn't get to face anybody head to head. It was, you know, either the best ball league, the top scoring person wins that week or this DraftKings league every week you draft a new roster. So the advantage to that is because of COVID, because of everything, you could draft, you know, new players every week. Your team is different every week. And you have a $50,000 salary. And that's the thing that I struggled with. And you could buy, say, you know, Tom Brady, the quarterbacks, um, or your guy, Herbert. Yeah, yeah, Herbert. He's always, like, expensive. So you could buy him for $8,000, but you had to budget that $50,000. And each player each week was a different price, depending on, you know, their predicted you know ppr the predicted points interesting well herbert oh. when you're when you're quite a luxury like that it makes sense that you're nine thousand. yeah right. you're so, but, so but so then you're not playing someone every week you're just playing like a computer or or, yeah. you, or, you're, or you're matched against someone oh, no i'm sorry there's there was 25 people in that league I think okay that okay girl. there was 25 other guys in this league and first place and second place gets the money okay so again yeah Yep. Okay. Each, each week you have an opportunity to win money in the DraftKings League. Okay. So between the two, which one do you prefer? Which one do you, or do you find more exciting? Well, I guess out of all of them, uh, the low maintenance aspect of the Sleeper League is, of the Best Ball League is really nice. But the most exciting one is DraftKings because you're setting a lineup every single week. Um, and that's a lot of work. Like I had to research every week see who I'm going to pick, you know, make sure I, I can't, you can't go under $50,000. And that's more exciting. Right. Because I think the best thing about that league was when I bought somebody for like $4,000 and then they blew up as opposed to buying somebody for $9,000, like a running back. And they didn't, you know, they didn't even hit 12 points. So that's definitely more adrenaline. I can't stop looking at it when the games are on. It's, it's fun. And that that's also the, one of the greatest things about fantasy sports is it really gets you into the game even if you're not a big fan of the sport mm-hmm. n- knowing like okay he needs a touchdown for me to win or oh man he yes. threw an interception yeah. now i'm minus four or five points so that's mm-hmm. yeah that's great totally yeah i'm we- not a good yeah. fantasy player I, I i won twice last year but i just see I'm, I'm not a waiver wire person i don't have time for it i yep. go off my gut i'm like okay well this guy did well for me this year i'm not going to get him again let me go with someone else i just i, I don't have not the time. I just don't think I have the mental capacity right, to right. keep up. No, it's a lot. It's actually really fun, but you have to forecast. You just don't know what's going to happen. So I actually had first pick in that round too, or in that league. And everybody was like, oh no, she didn't. When I drafted Travis Kelsey, I went for a tight end first. That's right. You told me that you went for a tight end first. Yeah. Wow. Cause I researched it and it said that 80% or 70, 80 to 70% will win their best ball league if they draft a really good tight end. So I went with that. Um, then the Interesting. next day, drafted Christian McCaffrey. I had a feeling he was going to get injured. So I drafted Chuba Hubbard. I drafted his backup and it paid off for me. It so did. It did. Smart. That's what I did. Okay. People, so. if you need fantasy advice, I think Josie is the one to go to. She's the woman. She's your girl. Yep. I'm in woman intuition. I have it. Like I have like good luck sometimes. There you go. And us guys don't, we don't have that. 
That's it. Let's go from talking about something fun and exciting to your poor Vikings, just like my Chargers. Yeah, we. I'm sorry we had to, but so so back to back seasons under 500. The big question is now that you don't have a head coach, Zimmer's gone. Zimmerman's gone. Is Kirk Cousins the answer? I think Vikings fans ask themselves that every year. But here you are. You can start fresh. You can maybe trade him away. Get some drafts picks. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Do you need to move on from Cousins or can he Mm -hmm. still get you to the promised land? Well, when you, I don't think he's going to get us to the promised land, but when you asked me that, I researched, I wrote a bunch of stuff. Excellent. Okay. Let's see. But this is okay. So I've been a Vikings fan since like I was in the womb, but um, (laughs) you know, our GM got fired as well as our head coach. And recently I just read an article today that um, it said that Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman weren't even on talking terms um, months leading up to both them getting fired. So I'm not blaming it on our coaching. Um, I liked, I liked Zimmer, but I do think that, did I say Rick Zimmer? Cause it's Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer. That's right. I said Zimmerman. So we're, we we, we both had a little mistake. Yeah. We we know who we're talking about. So I liked him, but one of the things that I guess this GM said, I mean, he's out now, but he did say that it was hard to adapt with Zimmer. Nobody knows what that means. Nobody knows how to interpret that. But what I personally think it means is I think the Vikings problems stem to like coaching calls, play calls, and Kirk Cousins not taking enough risks. Um, He has a good passing completion rate. Sure. Um, This year I did admire him a little bit more. I saw, you know, I, I guess I appreciated him a bit more, but at the same time, I don't think he has what it takes to get us big wins. He's not like Aaron Rodgers. He can't, I don't think he's going to get us a Super Bowl. I think that we should get rid of him and trade him, even though we're still going to have to pay him a salary because he has a contract. Right. So, but, but going back to your comment about him not taking chances, do you mm-hmm. think that's an offensive coordinator issue or a Zimmer issue? Or do you think he just doesn't have the skill set to make those big down the field risk plays? Right. And I guess, yeah, the downfield passing, I guess that it could be an offensive thing because Zimmer was a defensive guy. So I think we need to hire a new coach that, um, by the way, the LA Rams guy, what's his name? He's, he's going to be interviewing for our coach. Or oh, the Raheem, defensive coordinator. Yeah. Or Raheem Morris. Well, I will tell you the last time the defensive coordinator was hired as a head coach, his name was Brandon Staley. And he lost the Chargers an opportunity to go to the playoffs. So I'm just saying that would be two defensive coordinators back to back from the Rams getting hired. Right. And Kirk Cousins is no Justin Herbert. Right. And I don't think that we need, I I think that we need an offensive minded coach. I agree. But I think we need offense. I think we need offense. And I think that Kirk Cousins is not the answer, unfortunately. Whether it was the play calls or not, he does not take big risks. Like I want to see big passes and well let's let's no. talk about this. Um is it DYM athletics? Yes, DYM. Yep. Yeah, and DYM. First of all, you know, it looks great. Like, how are you even approached yeah. by them to to model for their yeah. their brand? Yep. Well, it's actually a local company. A girl named Liz Hendricks started it in Mankato. And my good friend Mandy was the photographer. So she's like, do you want to come do a free photo shoot and you'll um, get some clothing? And I was like, yeah. So I've only modeled for them once and I hope someday I can do it again. But the clothing is amazing. Um, it feels so soft and buttery. It's half the price of Lululemon. I don't buy Lululemon. Oh, half and- the price. 
Yeah. Like it's wow. really cheaper. And the reason that I got asked is because I'm a spin instructor and I'm a NASM certified personal trainer. So I personal train a lot of clients. So, and I'm a woman's fitness specialist. So I think that's probably why they asked me because I'm either dressed up for my daytime sales job or I'm only in athletic wear. So it was really fun and it feels really good. Wow. You are busy. You have a lot on your plate. Yeah. How yeah. do you like teaching spin class and being a, a trainer? How do you it's like so that? Fun. I love being a trainer because I love seeing people hit their goals. Um, I'm just really a motivational person. I love motivating people. I can be a bit intense, but I like that. That's good. Um, no, I, I no. could be Vikings head coach and I could. No. Well, <laughs> if I remember correctly, if you can teach people how to hit their goals, like you can mm -hmm. play beer pong, I think. Yeah, I think, Thank I, you. I, I think I you're in good hands. I think you're in good I, hands. I haven't played beer pong in a while, but yes, you know how intense I am when we play those kind of games. So, you know, but I think that um, being a spin instructor was something that I had never done before. This was my first year doing it. So I don't really like a lot of cardio. I prefer lifting weights, but doing the spin has just changed my life. I spin now two times a week and my classes are generally full with like 20 people. And it's Wow, so that's awesome. Congratulations. So, yeah. That is great. Well, Thank you. I agree. I'm not, I'm not a cardio person. I'd rather lift weights. And then I, I, I do jump rope too. But spin is easy on the joints. So if you haven't been to a spin class, you should go because it's really easy on your joints. It's nice. Okay. Last question about spinning. What do yeah. you think about all these stationary bicycles where they have like the, the screen and the instructor, you know, you pay a fee or a subscription to yeah. have these instructors. Do you, do you think that's a positive thing or would you rather have people like in the class with you? Like the, Wait. oh, like the Pelotons. And like, like Pelotons, correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. So my opinion on Pelotons is those, I, I've done one before. My friend had one, one, those things are awesome. But if you are like a rich stay at home mom and not to jab at it, but I mean, they are thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars. And, um, it's a screen talking to you for me. I get the energy. And so do my participants from having that live class and having somebody right in front of you. I think that they get a better workout personally than, you know, taking it from home, but it's been a great option for people who, you know, can afford it, but you know, it's over what, $2,500, $3,000. Yeah. That's not cheap. That's not inexpensive. Right. I think in a class you get pushed more um, just because I'm there and I'm like, take another turn. You know, when it's you, when it's you at home, um, I don't think there's accountability because the person on the screen can't see you. Right. And there's not that motivation to where to take a break, like, oh, well, they won't know. Right. Right. And that's just my personal opinion. And every person who has a Peloton loves it. And they always post just did my Peloton. Mm -hmm. they, they, everybody who has a Peloton, you know, <laughs> that's my personal opinion. <laughs> that is true. Okay. All right. Well, Josie, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Like you said, it's, we've been trying to get this done for a while, but yeah. Great insight on fantasy. Thank you for your your candor on the Minnesota Vikings and how you don't want Kirk Cousins. And can keep going with your your fitness training and your spin classing and your mothering okay. and all of these great things. It is it's just been a pleasure talking to you. It's been way too long. I know. Well, have me on again and thank you so much. Congratulations on your podcast, and I'll be sure to share it and follow it.